0: I bought this thing from iHerb, and I really, the other day I said iHerb in front of my husband, and then he goes, Isn't that (laughs) iHerb? I was like, Oh, whoa. Okay, maybe. (laughs) But I prefer to call it iHerb anyway. um, It makes me feel like I'm having a meeting with Herb. (laughs) Oh, Herb. Oh, Herb. Welcome to Two Real Tokyo. I'm Angie. I'm Jamie. This is a podcast about the quirks and quandaries of life in Tokyo and life in general. This is episode 16, Allergic Reactions, in which we talk about all things spring in Japan, which mostly means hay fever. We want to thank you in advance for hanging out with us today and remind you that you can always find us on all major streaming platforms. Make sure to share with
1: your friends and leave us a rating on iTunes because that's how we get the word around.
0: Thanks!
1: What is your quandary this week?
0: My quandary this week is related to our episode from last week. I think I told a story of how I have a friend who lives near the Meguro River, and that's a river that's famous in Tokyo for having a lot of beautiful cherry blossoms all along either side of it for like kilometers and kilometers through downtown. And a lot of them, I wouldn't say every single one because I don't know, but a lot of them are the kind that this uh, weeping willow looking, Mm -hmm. the ones that um, droop down over the river. So it's actually, when they're in bloom, it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. If you can get on a bridge and then look kind of either way along the river, that's amazing. So this friend lives near there. So we've kind of had an unofficial tradition of every year we go and we- Wait, you already told me. No, I know. I know. Okay. There's a, there's extra information. I said this last week but I'm just reminding you. This is the only time and place when I would really go and sit. Right. Okay, so she told me yesterday that um, and I had kind of forgotten about this. In the past people would go over there like two weeks before they wanted to sit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then they would like leave their folding chairs or, like, put up signs and tape and big pieces of paper and blue tarps and have the place looking so bad, like, and sketchy. That's allowed? Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't think it was allowed, but nor was it disallowed. And so, and that's, like, a great place to go when you're Mm -hmm. trying to have your little cherry blossom-watching party, so I think it was just, like, one person did it, and then nobody said you can't do that, so then it caught on, and then it kind of years passed, and more and more people would do it, and they would start earlier and earlier, right? That's crazy. I know. Well, she reminded me about that. I, I was like, what? I had totally forgotten that it used to be that way, but... So from, like, maybe two or three years ago, they did... Um, prohibit Mm. hanging up signs and like trying to take your spot ahead. But we were both saying like, hey, that's better for us because we're not that good at planning. We're not going to get out there two weeks ahead of time and be spreading out our tarp or putting up obnoxious looking tape or whatever. So it's certainly to our benefit. Although Mm -hmm. we did have one time when we went over there and somebody was sitting in our spot. And that Mm. that was pretty annoying. But it reminded me... This is a a little bit of a tangent But it's still a quandary And I know you can relate It reminds me of how In like Not necessarily only downtown But Chicago And then near suburbs In the middle of winter When it has snowed a lot Digging out your parking spot Is like Mm. a really big deal So if you Because a lot of people Have to park on the street You don't necessarily have Like a driveway Or a garage or whatever Especially if you live In Chicago proper And so it's just all street parking. And then if you go to the trouble of digging out a spot, but that's not really your spot, Mm. right, necessarily. It's just like a spot that happens to be convenient for you, but you decide, okay, it's worth it to me, so I'm going to dig out this spot. Well, then if you've dug out the spot, but you have to leave, then you feel like, oh, man, I put so much effort into that spot. (laughs) And so people would put things Like, try to hold their spot. Mm -hmm. They'll, like, put folding chairs and I don't even know what. Out in this place that they've dug to try to keep other people from parking in the place where they Mm -hmm. had dug out. I think that's, I don't know, officially. I feel like that's probably not allowed anymore. (laughs) But I don't know if Chicago police really have time to crack down on that or whatever it is. But the whole story about people... Taking better spot just reminded me also (laughs) Mm. of this Chicago parking thing. So, there you go. What a quandary. Wow. Holding a spot, it's a quandary. For anything. I mean, right? I quander why the kids try to hold spots for each other. Wow. I mean, don't even get started about that. That's a brawl. When a kindergartner decides I'm sitting there at the lunch table. We were just talking about it. Were Mm -hmm. you there? Second graders were, like, running into the cafeteria and putting their water bottle or whatever, Uh somewhere, and then they would have to go back over and get their food. Mm -hmm. Like, on the other hand, I'm sure we've talked about how when you're in a Japanese uh, cafe or fast food restaurant, you're supposed to do that, (laughs) right? Right, yes. So, um,
1: okay. I guess if they're... If they're having to do that in real life, then I guess it's fine.
0: I know. we, I, Yeah, wait a minute. We have to think twice about whether we can be so down on it. Yeah. When that's like... I've never but, thought about that. No, like in some... Pl- remember, we've gotten in trouble for that before. We yeah. try to just like walk into a place without even designating where we're going to sit first. And the one time we actually remember, we get yelled at. Wow. What is happening? This quandary had many layers. You better <laughs> go on and talk about your quirk now. What is okay. your quirk this week? I don't think we've talked about this before. Who cares if we did? Go ahead. True. Putting
1: baskets on your grocery basket. Okay. Clarify. As in, in the States... You have a shopping cart or shopping basket. No, not like the ones you carry around baskets.
0: Okay. is this like a giant? Anyway, okay. Is this an American sized? Okay, let me use my previous word that I feel so proud I pulled out of uh-huh. nowhere. Receptacle um, with wheels on it? Yes. Okay.
1: And that like a human, a tiny human could fit in? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, some of them. Or you, multiple tiny humans. Or fit some in. of them you don't even have to be tiny.
1: You could be a regular size human. I mean, Costco size in. cart. Whoa! You could fit two adults in a Costco size cart.
0: If you were determined, you certainly mm-hmm. could. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> there's no such thing as climbing
1: into a grocery shopping cart here, <laughs> because they are legitimate baskets that you put onto trolleys. Is I think maybe would give you the right mental picture. And you cart around these two baskets, like baskets that you would hold in the States Mm -hmm. on a cart type thing. Mm. And that's, that's your shopping cart. There are some shopping carts where there is a spot for the kid to sit, but it is still like two baskets and then this like
0: place for the kid
1: to sit right in front of you.
0: The funny thing about that to me is that the place where the kid is supposed to sit is basically at your knee level. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: I don't. And it's like,
0: how are you supposed to push the cart when they're like right in front of you and their legs are facing you? I wish my kids were not too big or else I would go try it and come (laughs) back and tell you how did it go. Maybe I can borrow a kid. Oh, perfect. I mean, not randomly. You should probably know the kid right Mm -hmm. don't worry i'm not talking about like awkward abduction or i i we have a couple friends we can ask yeah true i almost feel like we need to pull up a photo either we can take a photo or get one from somewhere and maybe post it in our show notes Mm -hmm. because your description was great but i still feel like this thing is quite hard to yeah get across with just words Okay, how about recommendations? Let's have a segment called Recommendations. Ooh. Suddenly invent new segments, and then drop them again as fast as I can forget whatever segment I tried to start the time before. <laughs> Yikes! Okay, yes. I only said that because I thought you had some podcast that you wanted to recommend. Oh, oh, okay, well it's
1: not a podcast, it's a, um, an episode from a podcast that I've talked about before um, reply all. It's a technology podcast. (laughs) Um, and I was, I've listened to all the most recent ones and they only do every other week. Oh man. So it's like, wait for so long. Anyway, I was going back and listening because somebody that I follow on YouTube, uh, they did an episode about her. But I think it was from almost a year ago that they had done an episode about her. Oh, ancient history. (laughs) Well, it's funny because she started interviewing her before she was really famous on YouTube. And so she's kind of with her in this process. And so it's really interesting. And it definitely gives you an inside glimpse as to what YouTube live events look like and they were just talking about the difference between uh, famous people and YouTube famous people, and that, like, events, if you were to go to an event like the Golden Globes or something that you know that your favorite actor would be there, like, you have to sit in those little stands and just yell at them. Like, you can't even, I don't think you can, like, meet them. But whereas the YouTube events, like, They're just walking around and they always do huge meet and greets where they stand for hours and uh, meet different people. And so she was talking about how being famous in the YouTube scene is different from being famous in general.
0: But don't you think there's got to be a point where they, they maybe cross over a line? Like, I if think they're so. famous enough on YouTube, mm-hmm. doesn't, and I have no idea where this line is at, but if they're famous enough on YouTube, then don't they eventually cross over to just being regular famous, and then they're, like, too snooty to walk around at live events and stuff? Well, probably, yeah. I don't know. I would think so, but I don't think they would ever get to the same
1: fame as, like, an actor would be. Because not everybody knows the YouTube community. As in, they would have to, like, be on the news or, like, do some kind of crossover, I feel like, into acting in order for people to know who they were. Or have people around them
0: talking about them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I just think those lines are, I think... What you're saying is probably generally true mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. but I think all of those lines are getting, like, blurrier and blurrier. Especially your- with, like, Netflix and things like that. Right.
1: Where entertainment is moving more online in general.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I totally... I I agree with that.
0: Hmm. All right. It was a good episode. <laughs> I like reply whenever I listen to it, but I don't know why I feel like I have to have specific episodes. Mm. Um... Recommended to me, and I I don't necessarily sit there and wait for yeah. the next one to come in.
1: I mean, I don't like... like Even when I'm waiting for episodes, I don't necessarily like each episode they do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is way more technical and about things that I don't really necessarily care about, but... Right. They always have fun ones in there, and I do like their Yes, Yes, No episodes. Oh, I don't know about that. I think it's their producer. Um, brings some type of question... And so then the two guys that are the usual hosts, they'll ask them, okay, do you know what this tweet means or whatever? And they'll both say yes, usually, and, but the director has no idea. So that's why it's called yes, yes, no. But are they trying to trick him? And so then they explain to him what it,
0: what it means. I mean, are they trying to show that he's so dumb or? No, no, no. The director brings the question. Oh,
1: okay. I was like, oh, I don't know. understand. <laughs>
0: Maybe I'm so dumb.
1: <laughs> I what? I mean, the last tweet <laughs> that they did, I had no idea because it was a sports reference. Uh-oh. Oh, they did it backwards on, he brought a question that he thought he knew and the other two guys wouldn't know. Oh. So that was pretty funny. Um, But I like had no idea about And some I'll know aspects of it, but I won't know the whole thing. Mm.
0: Okay. I, I don't guess, remember what we're talking about. I guess we're done talking about that. <laughs> no, I said it was recommendations.
1: Oh oh. Okay. Um I'm trying to think if there was anything else I listened to this weekend. I mean it doesn't only have to be that. I mean music. I was listening to music. What were you listening to? I've had um John Mayer's uh, this is John Mayer on Spotify on repeat. Is that the new is that a whole album? Wait, no, is no, that that new? That's, that's Spotify puts together a playlist of like all his most, it'll have like most popular and then it'll have some of his other ones. It's just a mix. Okay. Usually they're songs that like show that artist's style.
0: Is his new song on there? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess I feel like or something. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that right? Is yeah. that what it's called? I still, I don't think I've ever heard it. I just. Yeah, it's good. Oh. No, I've been following him on Instagram, so that's weird. I mean, in, not in a bad way. I just mean it's weird when you follow a singer on Instagram, then Instagram doesn't play their songs. And so when right. you hear all Instagram,
1: of you... Instagram in Japan does not have Instagram music. Terrible.
0: It's terrible. Okay. A moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> to be sad about that. Um, can you recommend that chocolate? Which one?
1: The ones that are like peanut butter cups.
0: Um, but I don't know if I recommend it. Do you, did you like it? I mean, it wasn't
1: like the best thing I've had, but I mean, I feel like sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures.
0: Yeah, I bought this thing from iHerb, and I really, the other day I said iHerb in front of my husband, and then he goes, isn't that (laughs) iHerb? I was like, oh, whoa, okay, maybe. (laughs) But I prefer to call it iHerb anyway. Um, It makes me feel like I'm having a meeting with Herb. (laughs) Oh, Herb. Oh, Herb. iHerb.com is an online store that will ship their products to Japan, and they have some, like, natural snacks and stuff that we can't otherwise easily get here. I bought some... I bought these wannabe peanut butter cups, and I was interested in them because the ingredients were a little more natural, and also the filling, instead of being peanut butter, was made out of sunflower seed butter. So we could eat it at school. Yeah, because nut-free school, so... Uh, it's hard when you prefer to eat nuts as snacks, but you're not supposed to have that stuff at school. So I thought, oh, this is so great for having at school. But the thing is, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess if you're desperate, but it's just, it's not that good. Yeah, it's not great. I tried it again before I came here. I'm trying to give it a fair chance. Mm. So I ate another one and then I just was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying don't buy it, but. I'm not naming what it is either because I can't give it a real super wholehearted recommendation. Mm,
1: yeah. Ooh, this one looks interesting. Midnight coconut
0: chocolate. No 100%. no 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 no. Okay. Oh sorry. Now I'm so close to Mike. <laughs> uh that was the thing that I was gonna tell you is recommendable. Ooh. is uh I bought this. I bought I bought this. Oh wait, sorry, can you this okay. one? Um, this, no, it must have been this one. Okay, it's like a Reese's peanut butter cup, but the middle of it, it's, I shared it with you, didn't I? And it has coconut on the inside. It looks like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, this was the one I was talking about. Wait, what? Okay, I'm sorry. We're talking about two different things. (laughs) Okay, I bought two versions of, I bought two versions of peanut butter cup (laughs) things. One of them was this one that has coconut in the middle of it. And the other one was this bag of mini snack size. And I don't Uh even think you've ever seen them. I had them at school a couple times, but I guess you Mm. were not right there. Anyway, uh, this one is really good. Primal, what is that called? Primal chocolate. Primal chocolate. This company called Primal Chocolate has these full size uh peanut butter cubs. and there's two of them in a package. Wait, did you do the midnight coconut? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They do I have only I only card. ordered I only ordered this coconut one cuz I was the not sure. The other 3 sure. are out of stock. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really good though. Did you that like it? That was one? really good, yeah. yeah. There you go.
1: Um apparently my cart total is up to 6000 yen, but I have no idea what's in my cart.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Sorry to hear that. So today, as a follow-up for um, last week, we talked about cherry blossoms, and this week we thought there are more spring things to talk about. Um, So in no particular order, we're going to talk about a few things that are common to spring in Japan, and we also would certainly welcome your feedback. Uh, If you live here in Tokyo, what is your experience of spring in Japan? Um, or for that matter, if you live somewhere else, what is your experience of spring in general? We'd love to know about that so we could just compare it to our life in Tokyo. Um, please remember you can send us an email at 2realtokyo at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you that way. Or you're always welcome to comment or DM us on Instagram, uh, which is at 2realtokyo. Uh, and of course As long as I'm for some reason Suddenly starting to plug us so much <laughs> Right in the middle of the episode um, Instead of having a sponsor It's just me talking about how you can get a hold of us Which is also great uh, You could Go to Apple Podcast And find our podcast And give us a 5 star rating We do have 2 more People that have rated us So thank you Woo! Thank you so much Uh, Looking forward to collecting a few more five-star ratings. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Uh, So one of the things that I wanted to say about spring in Tokyo is that it is heavy-duty allergy season. Mm -hmm. I personally, at this moment, am not suffering from allergies, but I feel like I should knock on wood or, like, drop to my knees in prayer after I say that. Uh, because it seems like these allergies, they're so insidious. They just strike people at any time. It's so true. People who have lived here for a long time and always been fine will suddenly seem like they're breaking out Mm -hmm. and having these allergies. Or for that matter, I mean, this is unfortunately not as common, but I think I have also heard of people, last year they suffered so much, this year they hardly have it at all. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. But basically what it is... I think if we were to translate into English the closest comparison is like hay fever, and I don't really find mm-hmm. that a satisfying phrase because this is not about hay. This is about pollen. True, <sighs> we don't have hay here
1: like you would in the middle in the Midwest.
0: I literally have never seen hay in Japan. Like I don't even know what the horses and cows eat here. Not hay. Hay. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, that was True. so dumb. Anyway, wait, let's what's wrong with us? We're not very good at puns today. True. All right. Uh, sorry, people. We'll work on that. A lot of people, though, in this season, it just probably started like a week or two ago. It's already started and it's that it's wind- a lot windier in the spring. and all of the flowers and plants start releasing pollen and then it's blowing around everywhere. And it's even in the weather forecast, like what the pollen Mm, count is going to be today. And people who struggle with this will very seriously study the weather forecast so they can know the precautions that they have to take. And there are plenty of precautions you can take. Uh, The top one being you can wear a surgical looking mask. And these do not stop with this little white square that's strapped to your face Like, what might come to your imagination, but we have all kinds of masks here. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say that I feel like
1: when I actually see ones that look like legitimate surgical masks, that's when I'm like, where did you get that? Mm. Because most of them don't really look like, uh, old school surgical masks at least.
0: Um, the thing that about masks here, though, that's, like, way outside of the mask experience in probably most any other country is it's, first of all, perfectly normal and acceptable to wear a mask, like, any time you want for any reason. Like, if you have a big zit and you want to cover it up, go ahead. Wear a mask. Um, and I also feel like I'm not 100% sure that masks actually keep out pollen as efficiently as people like to think that True. they do. But who knows? Maybe it's a, a, you know, psychosomatic thing that if you have mm-hmm. a mask on, you can convince yourself that you're doing something. Mm-hmm. But these days, they also have a lot more masks that's kind of like fashion, like black, mm-hmm. which is scary and you look like a criminal. True. So uh, about masks, I do want to ask our listeners, do you ever wear a mask and do you like to wear a mask? And when is it that you wear a mask or what do you think? I, myself, uh, there are times when I feel like I should wear a mask. For example, it's two things. Like if you're trying to keep out germs, wear a mask, but also if you're not feeling great, but you still are trying to go on with your life, you're not sick enough to stay in bed, then that's another time to wear a mask. So I've occasionally wore a mask for that reason. Um, But the one thing that I don't like is it smells so papery. Mm. And it's not just like normal paper smell. It's like a weird paper smell. Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? Honestly, sorry, this is gross, but I know everybody's thought of it before. I cannot tell if it's just a paper smell, or is that, like, paper mixed with my own bad breath is, like, bouncing back at me? No, that's what I always think about, too. Right? So, that's really gross, and I don't like that. Um... But the other thing is, I often wear glasses, so the combination of a mask and glasses, is just like asking for your lenses to be fogged up all the time. <laughs> and some masks will even, like, they'll sell themselves as being like, oh, these are fine with glasses, and that's not going to happen. And I'm sorry, but I think that's a bunch of baloney. I have not found the mask out there that mm. doesn't fog up your glasses. If you know about it, please do tell, because I haven't found it. Mm. Um but I just looked up the top rankings of the masks <laughs> as of today right now yeah. on um, Rakuten. Uh, Rakuten is a great big online shopping kind of comparable with Amazon here in Japan. And it's interesting that they're top-selling... Look at their top-selling mask. The thing comes in 10 different colors. Ooh. I know. Oh, are those the more fabric-y looking ones? Well, I think so. I think this one must be. Um, I, I feel
1: like that's been really in recently. Yeah,
0: maybe it's more like a reusable one. A lot of them are just, like I said, more papery, and you would tend to throw it away, but it does seem more environmental and economical to get One that you would be able to wash and reuse. Um, So it looks like that's what is the top seller. But the next several, well actually, so the number two one, it looks like it's made out of paper and it looks like it's white. But then number three comes in four different colors. Mm -hmm. That's paper. Number four is paper and it's white. But then number five is back to being colored and it I don't know, just at a gl- I'm saying this at a glance, so I might be wrong, but it looks like it's made out of fabric. So anyway, that's, uh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I feel like it should be our Japanese phrase of the week because it's mm-hmm. so common. Like, if you ask somebody who's wearing a mask what's wrong, the number of times that they'll say, kafun shou, is mm-hmm. like, so many. Yes. Kafun means pollen, and "sho" means like kind of syndrome or sickness uh as far as i know it doesn't actually directly mean allergy but Mm. it's such a good way to describe this uh, collection of terrible symptoms that people have that i feel like even people who don't speak japanese that much i mean in our community will say kafun Uh show instead of saying hay fever yeah, I mean, I guess if you look in Google Translator, wherever, it says hay fever, but I really don't find that as a satisfying translation. No. So anyway, the uh, the thing that the thing that is tricky about it too is that a lot of the symptoms look like they mimic cold symptoms. Mm. So I think sometimes people really don't know the difference. Like, yeah, do I have a cold or do I have cough and show? To me, the main thing that maybe distinguishes it. Oh, let me just go into a pretend I'm a doctor situation right oh, now. Okay. Is that uh, if it's the difference is if it's affecting your eyes or not? Uh, if your eyes are like red and itchy and maybe even swelling up a little bit or mm-hmm. just bothered somehow, then to me that's like, oh, maybe you're somehow struggling with pollen mm. thing. Right. Because the other things are like your nose is running, your throat hurts a little Mm -hmm. bit, you're coughing. And those are all definitely Venn diagram with having a cold. Right. But the eye thing to me is different. Yeah. Anyway, this has been Diagnostics (laughs) with Dr. Jamie. You're welcome. uh, uh, (laughs) I'm so happy I could help you. (laughs) Okay, I think we've talked about that enough. Uh, Mm -hmm. if you have anything to add to that discussion, please do let us know because, uh, it was a little bit brave and maybe even foolhardy of us to talk about that when we ourselves are not suffering from allergies.
1: (laughs) So true. And we're,
0: like I said before, also crossing our fingers and knocking on wood and praying and everything else that it wouldn't happen to us because it looks like it's not any fun. Right. And if you are struggling with that, we are so our deepest, sorry. Our deepest sympathies. Deepest sympathies. So deep. Deep end of the pool. Yeah. Right? hmm Yes. Yep. Um, all right. Did you have anything else to recommend?
1: Um, yes, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> this leads into what I was going to talk about.
0: Oh, all right. Great. <laughs> you start talking.
1: Um, over the weekend... Slash, okay, it goes f- deeper than that. Not as deep into the pool. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all right. Um, when I'm looking for a way to relax, one way I relax, which I think we might have to actually talk about this, is that I play uh, video games. Confession time (laughs) And I have a Nintendo Switch And um, Recently well my niece and I Play quite often together and like Over Christmas we played a lot And really I haven't played a whole Lot since Christmas Just because it was We've been so busy and because I had played so much after Christmas Over Christmas I was just Done playing (laughs) You were burned out Yeah
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um so recently, we I've started playing again with her, and so over the weekend, her my nephew and I we all played, and we like to FaceTime while we play, um, because that's more fun. And so my recommendation, which this is this is like a big controversy right now, because Nintendo switched over to a monthly payment in order for you to play online what really yeah. mm-hmm. i didn't know about that yep. how much do you have to pay well so there's different stages Uh huh. like you can pay monthly and you can pay yearly or you can pay like bi-monthly or something like that
0: wait but what's your other option i mean isn't it boring not if play na- online isn't but isn't that boring isn't that just like you're playing by yourself
1: Right, and so most of their big titles, like Splatoon 2, and, like, Splatoon 2 is almost all online, the entire game. So, I mean, I see Nintendo's move, like, they kind of set it up that way. Wow.
0: Crafty. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. And so at first, they, did, they do give you a trial, and you get to try it out. And so. And then they
0: trap you when you forget to cancel your
1: subscription. (laughs) Well, that, they did catch me for a couple, a couple, I think a month.
0: I mean, that reminds me of a company called Shmamazon. (laughs) Rhymes with Shmamazon. (laughs) Um, And so my niece
1: and I were talking about it, and we were really bummed because then we couldn't play online. And there's other games that we play together, not just Splatoon and so we were like well we can play at the same time and still talk and then we're like it's still not as fun so there's actually a family plan and you can have up to eight people uh be on that account and it doesn't have to be family it's just nintendo accounts and so the two of us split it and then invited my nephew to join us because he had kind of stopped playing his switch altogether because of this online thing and he was he games a lot and so he kind of was moving back over to his computer more but so he had totally stopped using it and so we invited him to join and so that that's the cheapest is doing a family account for a year and so the three of us split the
0: cost oh is he paying too uh, no, we we you, allowed him in. You gifted it to him? Yes. So how much do you have to pay for a whole year? Uh, $32, I think. Oh. I mean, it's not, like, super expensive. But um, it's just one more thing, right? Right, Plus yeah, it is another thing to pay for. $32 times all the people that want to play Splatoon 2 is a lot of money. <laughs> right. But, anyway, Mm-mm. when...
1: Oh, I don't have my iPad over here, but I pulled up this article earlier and was reading through it, and then I was like, ooh, I should share this on the podcast. So, pause. Oh,
0: pause. While I get my iPad. Oh, why don't I just use this time to talk about how I don't play Nintendo Switch. But my kids like Nintendo Switch, and in fact, sometimes when we invite Angie over to our house for dinner, then they'll say, can Angie bring her Switch? And then I feel like, are you guys happy to have Angie come over, or do you just want her switch to come over? And, of course, they if they're speaking honestly, then they have to answer the question with this word, both. <laughs> <laughs> um, I must have
1: left my iPad at school. Oops. <laughs> but it was on, like, the recommended uh, Google page. Oh, well, the other reason I was talking about this is because in the States, well right now it's march 10th oh not anymore it's march 11th now but um the because it's march 10th mar 10 so all the mario games are 50 percent off
0: oh that's mario day yeah 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 it's um, not mar 10 it's the way it looks when you write it if you write oh, M-A-R-1-0, yeah, okay. right? <laughs> I didn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops. Well, I don't play Nintendo Switch, but I can still relate <laughs> in some of the areas. I've heard of that. Mario Day. March 10th is Mario Day. Speaking of um, famous days. I know we're not we're not gonna release this till next week, but today is March eleventh, so it's a big deal because it's the eighth anniversary of the mm. big, huge earthquake and tsunami in um Tohoku eight years ago. And I didn't officially prepare much to say about that, but um, there's a song called Hanagasaku or is it Hanaga or Hanawa? I think it's Hanawa Hanaga. Mm, Saku. So, um, and that song was written, I don't know, maybe like a year after the earthquake. And I think several different musical people got together and wrote the song specifically in commemoration of the mm-hmm. earthquake. And then it was um, frequently used as like kind of a memorial thing mm-hmm. or if people were doing fundraisers and they would sing it. We went to a concert last week, um, that was a memorial for the earthquake Mm -hmm. and the choir that was at the concert sang this song. So actually today in my middle school class, I thought, okay, let me have these guys, uh, learn this song. Excuse me. And, uh, so we played it. I think they were a little bewildered because it was hard for me to explain, um, explain the whole thing and the video is very full of like all these pictures of cherry blossoms blooming and stuff mm-hmm. and it's not immediately obvious the connection between the song and um the earthquake but i tried to explain it to them mm-hmm. anyway i like that song
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: do you want to go back to talking about <laughs> this article that
1: Yes, I pulled it up on my phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's really interesting because this is a guy who I guess writes um, on a blog called Switch Weekly. Um, he did kind of a survey of, because if you know anything about Nintendo history, the Wii U, it was the Wii which did really, really, really well, and then the Wii U which totally flopped. And, uh, their sales went way down and they weren't producing games for it. And so then people were like, they're not producing games because they're getting ready to release another. Anyway, the Wii U did terrible. And so a lot of people were kind of hesitant to buy the Switch uh, because of how badly the Wii U did. But Switch has like totally reversed everything. And Switch is super popular. And so, um, he this guy did a survey of like different things and over fifteen thousand people responded to this survey that he did. Whoa, that's amazing. Um, and so he was just he just asked like a bunch of I thought some of them were pretty interesting. Um, but even questions like Did you buy a Switch? Was it during a holiday? Or, like, did you get it for Christmas? Or, launch day? Or, other times. And, most people bought it at other times from that. And, then he asks, like, did you get it in-store or online? Those kind of questions. But, the one that I found the most interesting... um, uh, Oh talking about recommendations oh so my recommendation is um about that online play uh platform should you get it or not because that was one of the questions oh here it is he there were yep so everybody responded to this question of the 15,000 over 15,000 people um 70% of them so 11,105 said they have the online portion. Ha,
0: huh, see what's that times $32. Right. Nintendo, you're killing it.
1: And then 4,000 almost 5,000 people said they don't have it. Um And then the next question is about the family plan and is your family group made up of just family, friends, or a mix? And 47% said just friends. Wow,
0: that's interesting. Yeah,
1: and then 26% said a mix, 23% said just family, 4%
0: said folks from the internet. Hmm. Wow. And then I was like, whoa, that's genius. <laughs> just put out a PSA, hey, does anybody want yeah. to split? Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone want to throw? Does anyone? Does anyone of eight people want to throw four bucks at this project? I mean, that would. We only have
1: three on ours, so really, we're getting the the yeah. short end of the stick. Yeah, you
0: guys are paying a primo amount compared yeah. to somebody who's out there recruiting seven other random people <laughs> to throw four dollars at their yearly so subscription. True.
1: Um. And then they asked, why did they sign up for online services? And 89% said to play online. Because you do get other stuff.
0: 89% said, because you guys are basically forcing me to do this.
1: No, it's true, though. And then, because you get access to a ton of online games that are free. Um, Are those fun, though? I mean, do you want to play those games? I mean, they're they're the classic Nintendo games. I haven't downloaded any of them. But that's
0: just because that's not usually what I play. Honestly, that reminds me... This is kind of a throwback story, but it reminds me of... I think it was actually in either 2010 or 2011 for Christmas. My Mm -hmm. husband wanted to give me an e-reader because they were Mm -hmm. just getting started. Mm -hmm. And they were so just getting started that I'm pretty sure Amazon hadn't even put out the Kindle yet. And so... The main e-reader that was out was this thing called Sony Reader. Yeah, so he got it for me, and it was actually very cool because it was so... At that point, like, hardly anybody had an e-reader. But the thing about it was, also, hardly anybody had Wi-Fi, and Wi-Fi, like, wasn't really Mm -hmm. a thing yet. And so it was pretty clunky because the only way to get the books into the... E reader was by plugging it into yep. the computer. My parents had one. Putting like things but did they have one like mm-hmm. that? Well, so the thing that happened with it, I mean, it was a couple of things. One was just the whole process of plugging in the computer and and then getting the books was like a very limited situation, right? Yeah. They didn't really have ebooks were just coming out ebooks were just coming out so the main thing that they tried to claim as being so great about it is that they were going to give you all these books for free but Mm. all the books they were going to give you for free were like these classic books that i don't really know (laughs) like honestly i probably put a hundred of those books into my e-reader. And then when I went back and looked, I felt like, oh, maybe there's like two that I want to read. Yeah. you know? Yeah. And it just felt like the whole thing was very cluttery after that. So the story is kind of sad. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because it reminds me of what you're saying. Like, oh, go and pay for this online thing. And then you get access to these quote-unquote classic games, which I don't know. I don't want to speak for you. Maybe you want to play some of them, but it sounds like the same kind of situation yeah. where like, Oh now great Maybe my if Switch. I dug through them. Well yeah, or like, oh my Switch has access to these games. Oh, which I don't really want to play. Right. I didn't purchase them before. Well so. yeah, like why are you playing it up as being such a benefit? I yeah. think that's really dumb yeah. and
1: lame. I totally remember those because my both my parents had a Nook. Uh-huh. Which was Barnes and Noble. Right. And um I made this like intense packet of how to load books (laughs) from the computer onto the Nook because I was so tired of doing it for my parents every time. Oh, man. I I made this, like, color, like, buttons, which buttons do you press, like, (laughs) everything. Like, it was a stapled packet.
0: Are you sure that you saved time, though? Like, by the time you made this packet? I mean, my mom used it, so I feel pretty. Wow, I feel proud of that. What I really want to know is, does she still have that somewhere? Maybe (laughs) she probably does, right? Probably. Also, I feel like, where were you when I needed that? (laughs) Because that was was a step-by-step guide. (gasps) I could have been making money off of it. I totally could have, because that was the other problem. Is that I just couldn't be bothered to master how to transfer these books into my <laughs> e-reader. But then every time I had to ask Algo, he would be so annoyed. <laughs> like, you still didn't learn how to do this? So then I would not even want to ask him. So then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I have to also make a side comment about that, which is, I feel like how is it possible that I am reading, like, so much and I don't have a Kindle? Like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm... In the front of who should, of course, be having a Kindle, but I don't, and I think it's a hundred percent a straight line between this Sony e reader yeah. thing and the fact that I don't want to have one now. Is that yeah. I still feel sort of guilty that it didn't work out with that one? <laughs> so, my I mean, but it, I have Kindle on my phone. Well, no, I have Kindle on my phone and I use that all the time, but I think like. People really talk up Kindle paper white. Mm, and I even yeah. feel like it would probably be better for my eyes. Yeah. If, when I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like yeah. look I'm looking at my phone for like You're staring into the sun. Yeah. Basically. And I turn my light all the way down. Yeah. It's still so bright. Yeah, no. When I'm in my dark room in the middle of the night, it's still blazing. I always feel like, Oh, I wish I could turn this thing down even more but I can't. On the Kindle app you can turn it down even more. I don't know how to do that. I can show you <laughs> how to course. do that. <laughs> wow. The real reason for this discussion emerges. <laughs> well, it's only a matter of time. Because that's why I
1: like reading on the Kindle app, because you can make it go even lower.
0: No, I do not know how to do that. <laughs> okay, okay, I can show you that. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway. Do you have anything else to say about... Anyway, overall, would recommend... Do getting
1: the online play if you have a switch because I mean that is a big reason why the switch was even created to play with other people but do the family deal
0: with seven other people <laughs> and whether you know them or not that's your business yeah <laughs> I don't really understand how you pay for it if you recruit a bunch of random people I mean my niece just paypal'd me the money but that's what I'm saying like do you really want to be paypaling money around with a bunch of people that you don't know <laughs> I'm probably not, but... No, I have no idea. I don't know. I, don't, I still don't even... I'm Okay, never mind. This is not... It's rapidly devolving into <laughs> confessions of how not techie I am, so... That's a whole episode we can have a different Whoa. time. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like in all of that, I never really recommended anything. No,
1: you can recommend. Okay. Also, I know
0: I'm also freezing... But- I know I'm so I'm so cold in here that I grab some blanket off of Angie's bed and I'm swaddling myself in it like <laughs> a baby. Because
1: we're sitting at my table mm-hmm. again. We're sitting the at your table. Kotatsu is
0: still out,
1: but we've been recording from the couch for the for the last few weeks. So yeah, we still like
0: the kotatsu in theory, but. still like the kotatsu in theory but I'm having knee problems as I have been for a while and still like going on so have to sit at the table for now I read a book called Atomic Habits Mm. it was recommended by um, Laura Tremaine and then it was also recommended by Jamie Golden and it was very good I have not followed any of the advice yet it's only (laughs) been like a day or two since I finished reading it I don't want to be making an excuse, although I probably somewhat am. I think that in order to really make it effective, I probably need to buy a paper copy of the book and then go through it. Although, Mm. as I'm saying that, the verbal process, the truth is all of the main points of the book, he's actually set it up as a downloadable PDF. So I shouldn't be telling myself that I need to get a paper copy of the book when I could just download the PDF and print it out. And that would basically be the same thing. Mm. Uh, So, good. Let me add that to my to-do list Mm. as I need to uh, print that thing out. But the gist of the book is just to, I think what he says, a lot of the things he says are not so earth-shatteringly different from other things I've read written by other people about habits. But I think the way that he puts it and the progression that, he explains it is really clear and really easy to understand. And he's also just very convincing. He really explains how like, hey, don't give up. The main thing is to decide something that you want to do and then try to break it down into little tiny, teeny, tiny parts. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just work on doing those things every day. Um, an example that comes to mind, I wish this was my own example, but it's not. So I'll credit to Kendra Adachi of Lazy Genius. Uh, she talked about how she decided to make a habit of doing one downward dog every day. And then uh, what started with doing one downward dog changed into this pretty good yoga practice. So I think that's a really great admirable example, and I would like to get some little teeny tiny habits like that going in my life. Um, I don't know if my recommendations always have to be books all the time, but I read, I might have even talked about this last month, I read a book called Green Glass House by Kate Milford, and that book was great, and then I was so happy and pleasantly surprised to find that in our school library, we have the sequel, which is called Ghosts of Green Glass House. And so I just read that one a couple days ago. And, uh, I mean, purely fiction and kind of a mystery, which I don't always go for, but it's so well-written and really clever and really sympathetic to the main character. I think I mentioned before that he, um, is, a uh, born a boy who's born Chinese but um, adopted by Caucasian parents. And then they live in a a house that's kind of a bed and breakfast. And they have several rooms on their third, fourth, and fifth floor that they rent out to people. And uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot more that goes on in the story. But I really recommend that book for people who like mysteries and things that are a little bit whimsical. Um, just so that everything is not always um, books all the time. Let me mention a podcast. I, I don't know. I always listen to podcasts. I listen to podcasts too much so that I can't... Okay, the podcast I like lately is called mid-faith crisis and it has a picture on it of a really gross looking caterpillar (laughs) but i think that's meant to be a metaphor for how um caterpillars change into butterflies Mm -hmm. and it's these two british guys who are at least one of them used to be a pastor and they're both christians but they're a little bit older like it sounds like they may be At least they're in their 40s and around my same age, or they might be a little bit older. And Mm -hmm. they just kind of uh, talk through ways that their faith has changed as they've Mm -hmm. gotten older. So I really, really like that discussion, and I think it's super interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some of their outlook as, like, two, as far as I can tell, I don't want to assume, but two Caucasian-British guys is maybe a little different than... Mm -hmm. Um, My experience or my view on things. This is their tagline. Mid-faith crisis explores the Christian faith with honesty and humor. If you feel you have more questions than answers. Oh, let's see. Okay. If you feel as though your faith is changing. If you feel that if the worship leader sings that chorus one more time, you will strangle him with his own guitar strap. This is the podcast for you. Whoa, (laughs) That's pretty funny. Um Anyway, lately I've been enjoying that one, and I could relate to what you were saying about Reply All, because this one also comes out only every other week. Mm. Um, but fortunately for me, at this moment, I've just started listening to it, so there's plenty of back catalog for me to catch up mm, on. Yeah. Um, that will still keep me busy on it for a little while, but I've already noticed that it only comes out every other week, and I've already started dreading whenever it is that I catch up. Mm. Um, that'll be a little bit sad, but anyway... Uh, that's my recommendations. Those, excuse me, grammar. Those are my recommendations for what I've been into lately. Woo! Thanks! Bye! Bye. Bye. That's all for this time, everyone. What are your recent quirks or quandaries? Tokyo-related or not, let us know on Instagram at...
1: To Real Tokyo, that's T-O-O Real Tokyo.
0: You can follow Angie on Instagram at Photofreak, P-H-O-T-O-F-R-E-E-K. And you can follow
1: Jamie on Instagram at Jamie N-T-Y-O, that's J-A-M-I-E-N-T-Y-O. Bye! Bye!